Hey, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. I'm Statman from B105 Radio with my pal from Smythe Automotive, Andrew Rosen. Hey, everybody. How you doing today? First and foremost, I'd like to say welcome back to Statman. Thank you for being here um, in person. It's so good to see you, and I'm hoping you're feeling better. Yes, I'm doing a lot better than my Mustang is. Uh, that is for sure. But it's it's great to be healthy again and back. And we actually have a special guest with us today. Yeah. Steve Tucker is here. Steve, why don't you tell everybody who you are? And, um, you know, obviously we have a partnership with Parts Plus. So why don't you explain kind of your position there and uh, how, how all that works for our listeners? I'm Steve Tucker. I'm the vice president of sales and marketing at uh, The Network, who is the parent company of Parts Plus. Um, my job here revolves around trying to put programs together that that helps uh, Andrew and Smythe Automotive and all the rest of our warehouses across the U.S., Canada, and Mexico sell auto parts and train and uh, help people working on their own cars and technicians uh, do it better and do it right the first time. Good deal. So what kind of cars have you owned in the past? What have you had parked in your garage? Oh, Lord. Um, everything under the sun from dirt track racers to... Uh, Hot rods to old Cadillac convertibles. At one time, I think there was 22 motorcycles in there. Holy everything cow. from Harleys and Indians to Triumphs. Right now, there's a 66 Chevelle dirt track car and a 1937 Ford rat rod sitting there. Holy, wow. Well, you get your hands dirty a lot. They're scarred up and uh, dirty. So I've been doing this for about 35 years. So it's... Uh, Twisted a lot of bolts off. Well, you know a little bit about the business, that's for sure. Man. Enough to be dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, thank you for joining us today. You know, we're really happy to have you on. Um, first and foremost, let's talk about, I know there was a couple different things you and I discussed going into the episode today, but let's talk about what you've done recently with our friend Clay Milliken, who's been on the show several times. You guys just got finished with the break schools. Why don't you tell us about that? So uh, Put on the Breaks, that's their website, putonthebreaks.org, is an incredible program that is uh, is promoted by Clay extensively and is run by his partner in crime, Doug Herbert. Doug was a, a top fuel pilot, as Clay was back in the IHRA days and some uh, NHRA events as well, and they were uh, bitter rivalries. There's still YouTube videos floating around of, of Clay and Doug getting into a shoving match um, on the starting line several years ago, and Doug's about six foot five and probably 280 pounds and clay's maybe 130 pounds soaking wet so it was a <laughs> david and goliath yeah yeah so i just saw that video not too long ago actually uh daniel Smythe <laughs> showed that to me and I, I i just got a kick out of it uh stat so you haven't seen it know, but yeah steve will tell the story <laughs> so anyway it's a long story we won't go into all the details but just, let's just say that there was plenty of blame to go around there but uh, uh fast forward and, well, well uh, first who is victorious uh, actually i don't think you can call a winner on that one it was it's uh, that complicated at the end yeah it was just more of a pushing and shoving match you know <laughs> slap and tickle type of thing there wasn't okay. they both had helmets on nobody was going to get hurt where so, will i be able to catch that video by the way you can google a, a clay millican doug herbert meltdown <laughs> and they were both on the starting line, and neither one of them would stage the cars. And after a while, NHRA shut them off. <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. And so they jumped out of their cars and became a, a shoving match on who wouldn't stage first. So 
that's the gist of it. Oh, my gosh. So there's going to be a rematch the, the, down the road. These two <laughs> Goliaths are going to meet. Well, one Goliath and a David are going to meet again. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Doug straps a helmet on every now and then, but he's pretty much retired and focused on the brakes uh, program now. So we don't see him out there too much anymore okay. other than uh, stopping by and visiting. So you know, they put all that behind them and they become fast friends, as, as folks often do. Good deal. They ca- They left it on the track. They left it on the track. <laughs> well, that's so cool. you got to fast forward a yeah, few years. Yeah, fast forward. And uh, Doug had an unfortunate ex- experience in his life. Both of his sons were, were tragically killed in a rollover accident in a pickup truck. Oh, my goodness. And that was you know, obviously a, t- a terrible thing for anyone to have to go through. So Doug worked to establish, after that, establish a driving school to help teens become better drivers. Um, not necessarily what you're going to see in high school or at a driving school course, but, but more involved in that and uh, teach them what to do to prevent a rollover when you, two of your tires drop off the pavement onto a shoulder and you, you turn back too quickly and the car rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, you know How to avoid those kind of things, what to do in the event of a skid, what does anti-lock brakes feel like. He worked with some people to put this thing together and it's been very successful. Uh, they, they host, gosh, probably 50 or 60 schools a year across the country. They're four-hour events. They do two a day, uh, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, and then same thing on Sundays. And uh, you can go to putonthebrakes.org, register your licensed teen driver between the age of 15 and 19. As long as they have a permit, um, they can register. There's a $99 registration fee, which is refundable if you show up. If you don't show up, it becomes a donation to the uh, to the nonprofit. Right. Um, Clay got involved uh, right after his son Dalton was also killed in a motorcycle accident, and that's really where the two bonded over you know the same basic life experiences. Since that time, Clay has become a, a very outspoken proponent of the school, and he he travels around speaking at high schools and churches and other civic venues to uh, to help promote this event. We got involved here at Parts Plus because we saw not only the need for the driving school, but we also look at the condition of the vehicles that, that the kids are driving and in a lot of cases the parents. So we incorporated a free inspection, vehicle inspection, in the school. So when the participants show up and they go through the classroom and start the driving, we take anybody's vehicle that wants to participate and we bring in technicians and we put it through about a about a 50-point check, everything from tires and brakes to belts and hoses to fluid conditions, batteries, shock absorbers, struts, lighting, all the things. You can go over the whole car check. pretty much. You turn them new again almost. Well, we don't do the main, you know, we'll, we'll refill air and tires, but that's about it. We generally just give them a checklist and say, look, you need to get these things done. Um, we don't care where you get it done, but we'll rate them. You know, green means good, yellow, you need to be careful, red means get it fixed right now. So That's good. Uh, the vehicles, will generally inspect about 120 to 140 vehicles in a weekend, and unfortunately about, about 80% of those will fail with something critical. Wow! Um, really? Yeah, yeah. There's uh, everything from no oil showing on the dipsticks to batteries that are dead to tires that are way underinflated. We've seen cars with 10 pounds of air on the left side and 30 pounds of air on the right side. <laughs> How are you getting Just, down the road? You can't, you can't drive oh, straight yeah. with a car like that. 
it's it's i mean i hate you know i don't mean to sound overly dramatic but some of the cars are very dangerous to be driven yeah that's um, what it sounds like and uh, you know in addition to this we also give maintenance clinics so we teach people the simple things you know how do i check my oil how do i you know what do my battery terminals need to look like what do i have the capability to check my transmission fluid. You know, where is my battery located? A lot of cars today, the batteries are under the back seat or in the trunk. They're not visible when you open the hood. In some cases, some vehicles today don't even have a dipstick to check the oil. There's an electronic monitor on the dash. Yeah. Uh, it took me 45 minutes to figure out how to start a Prius the first time I got in it. I actually had to go ask somebody how to start it because I could not figure it out. Sure. And, and there's a lot of new cars that are like that. Uh, well, I think Absolutely. tragedy definitely leads to change. I think that's awesome with the, the classes that you guys are providing. I could, I can't even imagine the amount of lives you guys have saved with the education that you guys are providing. And the driving school itself, the, the, the participants really enjoy it. Uh, they use uh, Kia as another sponsor of this event, and they show up, and there's a variety of Kias that are there. They will actually take these cars, and on the rear tires, they will deflate them, and they put plastic sleeves over the outside of the tires reinflate them and so when they when they drive down the track hit the brakes the cars are going to spin there's no traction on the rear there's yeah. plastic sleeves so the, the participants can actually feel what the slide feels like what it's like to spin out um, so they can do that at low speed without, you know, risk. No, I think um, that's awesome because to your point earlier, you said, you know, these are things that are, are not touched in your standard DMV training mm-hmm. class. You know, stop at a red light, go on a, you know, slow down on a right. yellow light. But your average driving class with parallel parking. Yeah, right. You, you get snow stuck in the in the in the, in the tires mm-hmm. on the rear of your car, yeah. and then all of a sudden you're sliding. Well, that's a great little class that you provide there with, with the tires. That's really neat. Yeah. And it actually sounds like a lot of fun, too. It is. Probably the best two things that we see out of it, they'll bring in highway patrol officers, and they'll talk to the kids about what to do when you get stopped. That's Um, another great thing to do. Yes. Right. How to respond, what not to do. You know, make sure you have registration, insurance, all those things with you. And then they also bring in some big rig 18-wheelers, and they'll put the kids up in the cab and drive around to show them, look, we can't see your car when it's by the right front wheel or, you know, underneath the front bumper, and you're going to get hit. And so. the officers will really appreciate that, too. My uh, brother-in-law is a police officer down in Sarasota, Florida, and he says a lot of times, you know, just the demeanor of people, if they turn their interior light on, they put their window down, they put their hands on the steering wheel while he approaches, it just puts him at ease, and he says he feels sure. a lot more comfortable to sometimes just give him a warning instead of a ticket. Oh, I, I agree 100%. And Absolutely. that's a great thing that you guys provide, and that's all through the putonthebrakes.org website. They could sign up for this stuff? Absolutely. And they fill up fast, and they sell out. Um, virtually every class that I have been associated with has been a sellout from Pomona, California, through Memphis, through Florida. It's been uh, it's 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 been a great experience for me personally, just to interface with with the kids and the parents. You know, give something back, um, and at the same time, if they. And we do this if they choose to get the work done at one of our parts plus car care center shops. We give them a $50 discount as an incentive to try to get them in the door and get the work done. Are you coming across a lot of the kids and, and the younger people that take the classes that you see a little inspiration and maybe they might want to follow it into a tech career or become a parts person themselves? Um, some. Uh, we've actually had some kids show up that actually wanted to participate in the inspection process and learn how to check tires and and they, you know, they show up with their car, and they take the class, and they want to hang around for the next class to uh, to look at cars. 
Would you say there's a shortage in that industry and and careers that we need some? It's a huge, huge shortage. It's one of the primary things we battle with. Um, We provide extensive training opportunities, both online and in person. We work with uh, Votex schools, both at the high school and the college level. But, you know, we've We've gone through, my personal opinion, a period in this country where we very much promoted college mm-hmm. as the avenue. And if you weren't college material, we, you know, we'll try to stick you in one of these Votech classes because, you know, that's where the kids go that, you know, aren't college material. Their <laughs> words, not mine. Yeah, the I've heard those words before. <laughs> is, sure. The truth of the matter is that the tech of today is not out there getting greasy and busting knuckles most of the times. No. Most of these guys... They're, they're like computer programmers. Yeah. Exactly. They're highly educated. They, their toolbox is not... It's not a $50,000 you know, big toolbox any longer. It's a laptop. It's diagnostic tools. And there's a lot of these diagnosticians and technicians that are making six figures. Mm-hmm. Um, while the kid graduating with his BA and his four-year degree is delivering pizzas. Yeah. And they're driving a lot faster cars, too. <laughs> Absolutely. So, you know, every uh, job fair that we participate in, you know, we, we're out promoting that. Um, I've been here at our local high school, which has just restarted a VOTEC program. Good. Um, with a whole different focus than, than it, in the old days. And uh, Yeah, the high school yeah. I went to, the whole industrial arts wing. I mean, they had metal shop. I, I Wood shop was a four-year student, and the, uh, that's all been changed over to other classes. And, you know, it, it ends up outside the bubble when the budget cuts happen, and it, it, it's been kind of a, a loss and a need. And I, I think it's great what you're doing, and I hope you keep inspiring other uh, young people to, to get into this field because you've made a great career out of it, haven't you, Steve? Oh, absolutely. I think most uh, most people who get in this business tend to stay in it. Um, vehicles have been around for a long, long time, and, and this is an exciting time because of all the changes in electric cars and, yeah. and hybrids. Um, self-driving cars, all these things need people to work on them. And they're not going to be, you know, you're going to have to have an education and you're going to have to uh, have the tools and the knowledge to be able to, to participate in this field. So, no, absolutely. Stuff. Yeah, no, and I think even to the point of what we said earlier, the technicians of tomorrow, or even realistically today, are half automotive mechanical technicians, but half computer programmers. And we can see that in the industry as more and more parts convert from mechanical parts to electronic parts. Um, I was just watching a YouTube video the other day um, from GM produced it back in the early 30s. You know, it was later on towards the 40s and 50s, but just how everything in those vehicles, they cut it open and it still worked. It was mechanical. It moved. You could rebuild it. Exactly. And, you know, today if a computer chip fries... You know, that could cause your entire vehicle mm-hmm. to just completely not function. So, Well, here's a stat for you. Uh, about 15 years ago, the average vehicle had 30 sensors on it, and it had approximately two miles of wiring because each of those circuits had a dedicated wiring, okay. uh, wiring circuit to it. Today, vehicles have an average of 160 sensors on wow. them, and they have less than a quarter mile of wiring. Because all these circuits are multiplexed, and they all connect, and they all talk to each other. Um, the new Corvette has seven computers on it. That's Most amazing. cars have th- at least three. 
Yeah. Yeah. A laptop is going to be a part of your toolbox soon. Yeah, if it it's is. not already, yeah. it is. Yeah, absolutely. It is today. You reflash the car and update the electronics on the car, just like you update your your computer at home or at your office. It's so. an exciting time. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Steve. Well, I'm glad y'all had me on, Steve. You know, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we absolutely love what you guys are doing. Anything we could do to help educate children, I think, is definitely mm. great. Um, it makes I know. a safer world, that's for sure. Yeah. These cars are a lot more safer these days. No, Staten, you have two young daughters, and I know my son. Well, he's only five months old at this point, but when he gets to driving age, I would definitely love to integrate him into something to like put on the brakes type class because as as a parent, you know, and obviously, Steve. Uh, Clay and Doug can speak to that close mm-hmm. to their heart. That's one of the biggest fears that any any parent has. So anything we can do to help keep our children safe is, is fantastic. So thank you guys. Thank you to Clay and thank you to Doug uh, for all that you guys are doing for the children. Our, we enjoy it. So appreciate you guys. Which we hope you have a great day. Thanks, man. That website, one last time, is putonthebrakes.org. Hey, guys, thanks for downloading Sockets and Cylinders. If you have a problem with your car, feel free to email us podcast at smythautomotive.com and we'll get to your problem hopefully in a future episode. Thanks again for joining us, Steve. See you guys.